Hey everybody, my name is Matt Tech and you are listening to Tech Talks, helping you turn adversity into victory. On Tech Talks, we equip ourselves with inspiration and biblical guidance while navigating our career, calling, and daily life. Welcome to the show. Hoping that this brings peace to a lot of people and either activates some new friendships, rekindles some old friendships, or heals friendships that may have been broken. I love to be with people. I love to have coffee. I love to grab lunch. You know, I love to connect over a meal. Ashley and I love, absolutely love having people over to our house. And friendships to me is is just opening yourself up and listening. So the person that's sitting across from you and and just hearing their story, but mostly a friendship to me, it's when you're around somebody and they make you better by being, by being there. And same with you. It is a mutually beneficial relationship by, by way of which you two value each other, but also you get better by being around each other. When Ashley and I moved here to Lubbock, we didn't know anybody. We knew literally nobody. The first two people to say, hey, come sit with us when we walked into our church were Chris and Brittany Lopez. And it was so cool. You know, we had them over for dinner. Chris and I played video games. Ashley and Brittany hung out. Their son is super sweet, super cute. Two months ago today, Chris was in a in a motorcycle accident and it was hard to believe at first. Like Sometimes it still feels hard to believe. His death actually taught me a lot about friendships. And it's weird. Matt, you've been here 10 months. You That means you only knew him for eight months. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, this guy and our friendship taught me a lot about what a friendship should look like. And I'm 35 years old. You would think by now I would know. And I think in some ways that I do. But as life evolves, there's different seasons that you go through. And friends are there for seasons and friends are gone for seasons. During COVID, when everybody was locked down, I think people started to figure out who their true friends are. There's a scripture in Proverbs 27, 17 that says, as iron sharpens iron, so one friend sharpens another. And friendships are two different things. They can be balanced and they can be unbalanced. You can have friendships that have pretty clear boundaries, whether it's spoken or unspoken. You two understand where each other stands, what are the things we don't talk about, what are the things we don't do, what are the things we do do, and what are the things we do talk about. Friendships can usually come in seasons too, and there's nothing wrong with that. I remember when my daughter was first born, a friend of ours was going through a divorce. And up until then, we've kind of hung out just socially. And I remember being over at this guy's house all the time. He lived down the road. He was lonely now. His wife had moved out. My daughter was still young, and so I was able to kind of go out with him at night. He's actually the one that that exposed me to the show Impractical Jokers, which I still watch today. Man, this was eight eight years ago that this happened. And I remember him and I would hang out almost every day for months and months and months. 
couple years later, he ended up meeting a girl. Now they're married. They have a beautiful, beautiful family. Ever since he started dating her, we didn't hang out anymore. And you know what? That's okay. I had to learn that friendships sometimes come in seasons. And that was a season in which maybe he needed me to be a friend so that he wasn't so alone and maybe prevented him from making dumb decisions or doing something that he might regret. The magic of friendship is that friendships are hard won and they're hard defended. They need watering to grow. And most people talk about the grass is greener on the other side, but most people don't stop to see the grass that they're standing in and how they can tend to the area, to the land that they've been given. With everything that we've got going on in our lives, we've got careers. You've got to love your spouse, right? That's your first relationship that you tend to. That's the first friendship that you tend to is your spouse if you're married. Educating and and raising strong children, tending to the house. There's lots to do. But one of my favorite things to do is to make time to chat and develop meaningful friendships. To me, friendship is truly one of life's treasures. And I really didn't understand until I lost a lot of friendships. Ashley and I, we left our home church back in January of 2020. The Lord was calling us away. And it was when we left that we found out who our friends were that actually cared about our lives and who our friends were based on church attendance. And it, and like I said, it was a season. Maybe some of those friendships were only supposed to be there for a season. But Chris was the guy that asked more questions. He listened more than he spoke. He asked a lot of questions about you. Chris found the things that we could relate to. The moment that we started talking about Xbox and video games, we we were just buddies. We were buddies till the end. We would jump online and play video games together. We would talk about video games. We would talk about our families and we'd talk about our kids and our wives. At Chris's funeral was something that was very moving to me because Chris and Brittany as a couple are relatively new. Chris grew up here. There was a part in the funeral where they opened it up for people to share stories about Chris. An overwhelming theme usually started with the words, I didn't know him long, but... I didn't know him long, but, and after that, but was usually about some way that Chris had moved on the hearts of the people that were there. I remember so much so that his employer, who who he'd only been with for a couple of months at that time, was so impacted by his presence that tons of people at his employer donated their extra vacation time to cash out and donate to his family monetarily. Look, he he was the new guy there. Like, you just don't do that for someone that didn't make an impact in your life. I was touched by Chris's life. I know people through Chris. He was a mediator of relationships. And, you know, when him and I were speaking, he had you know, he had kind of a tough childhood. And I think it's because his family ties were so strained that that he just made a habit of intentionally engaging into friendships and relationships. And that's why there were so many people like they, like we were actually going over the time. There were so many stories. It was quite beautiful. But what I want to talk to you guys about today is a couple keys to making and keeping great friends. So here we go. Key number one is to just touch base. 
send a text message, send a goofy picture, send him a Facebook message, send him a video. I got a buddy of mine, uh, Stephen, who who he was interviewed here with his organization, Game Changers Ministries. You guys can go back and listen to that episode from last year where him and I talk exclusively by video messages. So we'll send one, two, three, four, five minute videos back and forth to each other because him and I have the relationship where we understand that it's important for us to see each other's face. Now he's lived in Colorado the last nine, 10 years or something like that. And so we haven't really seen each other in person with the exception of the one time I went to Colorado Springs a few years ago and made it a point to hang out with him while I was there. And maybe a couple of times when he came home to visit, but we really talk exclusively through video messaging and we just send videos back and forth. Here's something that our phones do that people may have forgotten. Call them, call them, pick up the phone, dial the number or hit their name and hit call. When you touch base with people, it actually cuts the time distance between those interactions. Hey, haven't talked to you in three years. Well, if you were to touch base with them, then this, you know, then this conversation would be a little less awkward. Make it a point to put a reminder in your phone. Hey, text Mark. Hey man, thinking about you today. Hope that's not weird, but hope you're having a great day. When can we grab coffee sometime? And just put the invitation out there, which kind of leads us to number two, which is number two is to be vulnerable. The whole like, let's hang out sometime can, can really cause anxiety, especially if you're not a people person. It creates a fear of rejection because if you ask somebody, Hey man, can you, can we go grab some coffee sometime? There's a fear of rejection there and they're going to say either yes or no, or they might give you the soft no, Hey, you know, let me check the schedule and get back to you. Blah, 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 blah. You know, they kind of give you those soft notes to avoid giving you a no, but in your heart of hearts, you kind of know that it's a, it's a no, they're not really interested, but it's up to you to get it started. If someone's not reaching out to you, reach out to them. Don't, don't blame them for not reaching out. If you haven't called or texted them either. I got a friend of mine that, that I was so, was so mad that we haven't talked in like a year. Then I had to look back and was like, I haven't texted the guy or called him in a year either. So it's it's actually both of our faults, but be vulnerable. Ask the question, hey, let's hang out sometime. Hey, when can we go grab some coffee? If you try this new lunch restaurant over here and you want to jump on a video chat sometime or like FaceTime or something, I would encourage you actually that when someone pops up in your mind, let them know. The other day, my buddy Eric popped up in my mind. I saw somebody playing guitar. Eric's one of the, one of the best guitar players I've ever played with. We've known each other for 12, 13 years now. And he popped up in my mind. I just sent him a text. Hey, man, thinking about you. Hope all is well. Family's looking good. Let's connect sometime. Let's jump on the phone and catch up. If they pop up in your mind, let them know. Leading us to number three, make memories. Shared memories form really strong bonds with people. The funniest stories seem to come out of seemingly mundane life events. Go out on lunch and coffee dates. Maybe you guys are reading a book together. Maybe you jump on a video game together. Hey, I'm going to be on Call of Duty Zombies at 9 p.m. Let's go go run one of the maps, you know, one of the new maps or whatever. Or, hey, I just got Far Cry 6. You know, hey, let's jump on at 9.30 Central Time and we'll try to get through a couple missions together or something. Take a day trip out of town. Grab a friend. Hey, man, this weekend you want to run up to Amarillo, see the sites, come back same day. That drive time is actually the best part of the whole thing. It's just going for a drive, going and sitting down with somebody. Look, friendship's an adventure. Here's an example. I have so many memories of my buddy, Chris Marsh. We went to college together, 
Some of the best memories that stand out in my head is when he first got his license and he first got his car. It was a little bit late in life for him to get his license, but I remember he bought this LeBaron convertible with this stick on pigeon that he would stick on top to make it look like a, a bird was just sitting on top of his car while the, while the top was down. And we would just, we would literally just drive with the top down, no destination, nothing in mind. And we would just drive and we would listen to just stupid songs that we'd belt at the top of our lungs. For some reason, like kiss from a rose by seal was like the song that we would just belt at the top of our lungs or Bohemian Rhapsody. We would just drive around talking, singing, laughing, have a good time. And those are some of the best memories I've got with Chris. Another friend of mine, Lucas, he's one of the only ones that's uh, stayed in touch with Ashley and I since we left for West Texas. Lucas and I will say, hey man, Saturday morning, 6.30 a.m. coffee date. And we'll set up our, our phones on FaceTime. We'll make coffee, sometimes not showered yet, so looking kind of tough. We'll just FaceTime for like an hour or two, just catching up on stuff, just like we were sitting in person. You know, we've been doing that for quite a while. Lucas was one of the only guys that I went to go play Pokemon Go with. Here we are, two men, he in his late 20s, me in my early 30s. Well, I guess late 20s at the time, him in his mid 20s at the time. We would walk around playing Pokemon Go, two grown men with families. But those are some of the coolest memories that I've got with him. Another friend of mine I mentioned earlier, Steve, on the video messages, he just always has an encouraging word. And that's just that's just what we do. Video messages. He's the only guy I do it with. And then I can't forget my buddy Rick. Now, Rick is the guy that will just call you. If he's thinking about you, your phone will ring. He'll call for no purpose other than just to tell you he was thinking about you. You know, usually that runs into a conversation about family, about church. Somebody ends up telling some sort of like fart joke, but I can always, always count on Rick. And I need to do a better job of this too. This is me preaching to me, but he is very intentional about reaching out to the people that he's thinking about. Now, look, I want to put out a public invitation. If you're listening and we used to hang out and we haven't connected in a while, let's change that. Let's connect. Let's catch up. If we're brand new friends, look, I value you and I and I commit to being vulnerable and I commit to making new memories with you. So anybody here in Lubbock that's a new friend, I just want to make a public commitment to you that I'm going to be vulnerable and I'm going to commit to making memories with you. Look, if you're listening and we don't know each other yet, Tech Talks has listeners literally all over the globe. Most of them here in the United States. We've got probably like 15% of our entire listenership is in is in Europe, some in China, Australia, literally all over the world. It's actually quite fascinating. But look, hit me up. Add me on Facebook. Add me on Instagram. Shoot us an email. I would love to connect with you guys and start making these memories together. A huge thank you to those men and women in my life that I get to call my friends. I've learned these lessons from you. But the biggest shout out to the catalyst for this episode, the first friend I made here in Lubbock. I want to give a shout out to Chris Lopez. And although we only knew each other for a short time, I felt like we've always known each other, that we were like brothers. Anybody else that knew Chris will say the same thing. Chris was really the definition of intentional friendship. So to recap, touch base with people, go be vulnerable in that relationship, take a chance, and go make some memories. 
See you guys on the next one. This episode of Tech Talks has ended, but be sure to subscribe for upcoming inspiration. Don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you transformative content. See you next time.